Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. We're so excited to see you here tonight. Would you go ahead and stand to your feet? We're going to enter into a time of choruses that you may know. And if you don't know, the words will be on the screen. But we're going to have a good time. So I just want you to help me out. We're putting your hands together like this. Come on. Know this song, help me sing it out. Glory to the Everybody put those hands together. Let's go. Come on, let's celebrate the birth of our Savior. Come on, everybody, sing the second verse. Hail the heaven. Hail the heaven born prince. Hail the Son. Light and light to all he brings. And he's risen, risen with him. Come on, sing it. Mount Glory, born man, born born to raise the sons of earth, born to give Come on, sing, hark the herald, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. We bring glory to your. Come on, we bring glory. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies with the jellicles broken. Christ is born in Bethlehem. Come on, sing, hark the herald, hark the herald angel sing. Glory to everybody, put those hands together. Let's go. We bring glory to your we bring glory to your name. We bring glory to your name. Hallelujah. All right, as you're being seated this evening, we welcome you to our second Christmas Eve service here. We just had one at 4.30. It was packed, and then now we got people coming in. You guys are the ones who are still shopping, right? Yeah, you guys are the ones that were still shopping before uh, church. So we had this one for you. So you'll see running late. Had to get all your rest of your shopping done and grocery shopping done. We could have this for you. No, we're glad you're here tonight. We're just going to take just a little bit of time to come in and make sure we keep Jesus at the front of the season here today. How many know that he is the reason for the season? And if we don't take time to do this, we've missed it. What Christmas is really about. I know we're busy people and we are going different places, running, doing different things, Christmas party, family get-togethers, shopping to do, baking to do, cooking to do, a lot of things going on. But if we don't take time to slow down and remember that Jesus is the reason for the season, we miss the true meaning of Christmas. So tonight, that's what we're going to do. Take this a quick break, stop in, take a deep breath, let out, 
There you go. We're going to just worship the Lord through some Christmas songs and carols. We're going to take communion here in just a few minutes as well. And then we're going to let you guys, we're going to trust you with candles tonight. How brave are we, okay? Did your mom and daddy tell you you could use candles tonight? Anybody? Sally, did your mom tell you you could use candles? Okay, all right. Well, we're going to let you guys have candles here in a little bit. And we're going to light those at the very end and sing Silent Night. It's going to be a very intimate time. So we hope you guys are ready just to... Relax for a few minutes here and experience. Our section leaders tonight are going to be helping us. They're sitting in your different sections. They're going to be helping us throughout the night. They're going to be doing different things. They're just passing our communion a little bit. But they're getting ready to right now. It's going to be helping us take up our offering. I know normally at Destiny we bring our offerings to the front and place them in the baskets. But tonight we're going to be pa passing the offering trays around to you because of the setup we have. And so some of you may not know what to do. So what happens is when the basket comes along, you put the money in. There you go. Put your offerings in. You're like, Pastor, we're used to bringing them up. No, tonight we're going to pass them for you to help you out, okay? And so if you're a guest tonight, we don't want you to feel any kind of pressure to give tonight. But this is our only weekend services that we have at 4.30 and 6 tonight. It was our only weekend services. We're not having services tomorrow for our normal people. This is their time to give their tithe and offering for this week. And if you want to give, of course, you're more than welcome to join us in giving tonight. But don't feel any pressure, okay? We're just really glad you're taking time to worship with us. So I'm going to invite you to stand as our... Our section leader is going to be passing the buckets around during our offering. I want you to join in as they sing tonight. We're going to sing some traditional Christmas carols here. And join in and sing with us as we worship the Lord together.
us tonight. God, we just take a moment just to slow down and remember the true reason for the season that is to worship you and to put you first. We thank you for everything that you've done for us, everything that you've shared with us. We bless you, God, and we adore you. Come on, everybody, join in with us in this beautiful image that says, Oh, come, let us adore you.
was Christmas, and I know how many of you guys were out shopping last minute. Any, guy, any men in the house were doing last minute shopping? Yeah. Aren't guys the worst? Yes. Uh, I was telling somebody, I said, man, I was driving around town today, and all I saw was these cars with guys in them by himself. This guy by himself. He had this, nobody told me the store's closed early today. And there's this panic look on her face, like, I gotta find something for, I gotta get my Christian shopping done. And so you better hope that uh, whatever you can find, you found, right? That's why you got what you got, because your dad waited to the last second. But uh, how many know that at Christmas time, my dad just tell me at Christmas time, he's like, son, he goes, you guys don't even know how good you had it. And my dad was raised by depression parents who were, were alive during depression. And so they, they were, you know, obviously lived out of the garden a lot of times or whatever they can and that kind of stuff. And he said, son, we were so poor at Christmas. He goes, one year I got a flashlight for Christmas, and the next year I got batteries. And so that's how poor we were. I'm not sure how true that was, but, uh, you know, and, you know, we, we really commercialized, and we had traditions, you know. We didn't, we didn't have a fireplace growing up, and so, you know, we just had, like, a furnace. You know, I was like, Dad, so like, Dad how's Santa going to come? So I said, Dad, how's Santa going to come through the furnace? You know, and he's like, you don't worry about it. Santa will make his way here. You just go to bed. When you go to sleep, I promise you, he'll, he'll be here, you know. And it's like every year he would ring the doorbell and I'd run out of my room to catch Santa and they'd be shutting the door saying, bye, you just, you just missed him. I'm like, oh, dad, I can't believe I just missed him. How'd you let him go? You know, and then as I got older, I was like, well, I'm going out chasing him next year. If, he, he, if I miss him this year, I'm going to chase him. We had snow that year and I remember my dad had just killed a buck that year for deer season and so he had a, had a Paul left over, you know, one of the, <laughs> he out there made Paul prints. Look, son, look, the deer prints are right there in the snow. He drew sled. And, uh, you know, we have traditions, and those are all fun. And I hope that you enjoy. Nothing wrong with having fun with the man in the, the red suit. But how many know that it's so important for us to make sure that we teach our children the true meaning of Christmas? You know, people up, get an uproar. They're like, man, I can't believe this store is not saying Merry Christmas. I can't believe this particular store, this business is taking off their cups, Merry Christmas. And people get upset and want to boycott and, and do all these things. And I just simply say this, that it was never some business's job to shine the light of Christmas. It's our job as Christians to shine the light of Christmas. Amen? So it's our job to teach our children. And if you don't teach them, They'll never know. And so we got to make sure that we take time. So this is my challenge to you this Christmas, moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles, that you take time with your kids to teach them what the true meaning of Christmas is really about. It's okay to have gifts under the tree. and It's okay to have fun and have the big meal and to do all those things. We, we, listen, I know we, we can go, we can get crazy. And some people, you went into debt this Christmas, and that's not a very wise thing, okay? You're, if you went in debt for Christmas, you're losing the true meaning of Christmas, okay? Because it's, it's not about just the gifts. It's about Jesus Christ, the gift to us. And it's about us being together as family. And so we've got to make sure we, we teach our children the true value and the meaning of Christmas. So how do you do that? Let me encourage you tonight before maybe you get together tonight or maybe in the morning when you open up your presents that... Before you open up any presents, to open up the Bible, the Luke chapter 2. And as a family, read Luke chapter 2, the Christmas story. Maybe the patriarch of the family can read that, or maybe the overachiever kid who likes to read a six can read that. That's fine, okay? They can read that and re have your kids give the story, ask questions, let them give their interpretation. I mean, some of the greatest 
Christmas memories as my kids tell me their version of the shepherds and the wise men and the nativity scene and all that, you know, and this has come up with some of the craziest things and we talk about it and we laugh and we always bring it back and talk about the true meaning of Christmas. And then we pray together as a family. And I can tell you another tradition we started a while back, and it's been one of my favorite things we do. I have five children at home, and those of you who have multiple children in the house, you understand when I say this, that siblings can be very brutal sometimes to each other. Any parents understand what I'm talking about? Okay. I guess my kids are only heathens in the room. Okay. They can be kind of brutal. And so what I like to do is we just take time before we open up any gifts, and we go around the room. We just take turns. We go to each kid. And everybody goes around the room and just says what they love about that person. And it's been like a really cool thing. And you can just see all their smiles coming back. And you can see their spirits lifting up and feeling their self-esteem building up. And they hear all these people talking about how good they are about something, what they love about that person. And then when we get done, everybody feels good, you know. And there's a mom and dad over here trying to fight back the tears. Like, who are you? I love you. This is my kids. Yes. Finally, they get it, you know. And, and But what I always like to share is... You know, what's important about Christmas is, first of all, is Jesus Christ came to us as a baby in a manger to bring salvation to the world. Don't ever forget, tell me, kids, don't ever forget, this is what Christmas is about. If we miss this, we miss Christmas. And then I look at him and say, it doesn't make a difference if we have a lot of presents on the tree or there's no presents on the tree. That when we have each other as family, this is what's really important. And what we did right now, this is important. Don't lose that. Your friends are going to come, your friends are going to go, but your family's going to be here with you. And so, you know, I challenge you this, this Christmas to do the same with your family. Find our traditions that work for you. Maybe you already have traditions that are similar. Good for you. If you don't, this will be a great year to start some of those traditions. Well, Pastor, I wish I had done that when my kids were younger. Well, you could start a new generation. Start with your grandkids or your nieces and nephews or whoever. Start something new and just say, you know what, we're going to go back to keeping Christmas what really means to be Christmas and keeping it valuable. In just a few minutes, we're going to take communion together. You know, um, I love the fact that Luke chapter 2 says that the angel appeared to the shepherds on the hillside in the dark of the night. And they were afraid. And they said, the angel said, don't be afraid. For I bring you good news of tidings of joy. Tidings of joy. The good news of this, that the Savior, born to you this day, the Savior has come to the world. Born to us this day, the Savior has come. For the whole world. This is for us today. And if you miss the fact that in our darkest hour that Jesus comes to us. See, this is what Christmas is about. It's about the hope that in our darkness that Christmas comes to us, that Jesus comes to us, that when we feel like we need answers, Jesus comes to us. When we feel like we've been abandoned, Jesus comes to us. When we feel like we've blown it, Jesus comes to us. When we feel alone, he comes to us. And he comes to us and he says, I bring you the great news. Born to you this day is a Savior. In the city of David, a Savior has come. This is what Christmas is about. And if we don't take time just to stop and say, Lord, I remember, I remember, I remember on that night that you came to bring salvation to the world. Let me give you a little insight today. You say, Pastor, why, why is Christmas really such a big deal? It is a big deal. Number one, well, I don't know, Pastor. People nowadays are saying that, you know, Jesus wasn't a big deal. We need to get God out of this and God out of this and God out of this. And let's, let's keep separation of church and state and all these different things. And we just seem to be moving further and further away from our Christian values as a nation. And let me just simply tell you this, that 
today remind you that you can't validate anything. You can't validate anything without signing the date that 2016 years ago, a man came and changed the course the way we keep time. He was so important that he came and he changed the way we keep our time. It must have been a man who changed the world, the impact of the world. So today, the government refuses to legalize anything we do if we don't put his birthday down on there. And people realize it was a big deal that Jesus came. It was a really, really big deal that Jesus came. And you want to know what the big deal about Christmas is? I'm going to give you the insight. Okay, you ready? This is a big secret about Christmas. The big deal about Christmas is this. It's about us. Some of you are like, man, Pastor, I don't like the way that sounds. Christmas is not about me. It's about him. You're right. It is about Jesus. And it is about the, the baby coming and growing and dying on the cross for us. But remember this. That if we didn't need a Savior, the Father would have never sent His Son. Born to us this day, a Savior has come. See, what the big deal about Christmas is, is that I needed a Savior, you needed a Savior. And that God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whosoever would believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. This is the big deal of Christmas that we needed the Savior, and God loved us so much that He sent His Son to be our Savior. If this Son would grow up, He would take upon us, it says that He took upon the cross the weight of the world's sins, gave Himself up. I'm going to ask our section leaders to begin to pass out our communion trays. You're going to receive a communion cup there. Very carefully, you can peel the top of that back. You'll see a, at the very front of that, you'll see a small piece of bread. And at the back, you'll see uh, the juice there waiting for you. Just be careful when you pull that open. That juice doesn't go flying on your neighbor, okay? Be very careful. As you open that up, I'm going to ask you to hold that. We're going to sing a chorus here in a second as we're passing these out. Then we're going to come back together. We're going to pray over the Lord's table together and take communion, okay? So as they pass them out, let's sing this song. It is well. Season 
take our cup tonight. Jesus said at the Last Supper with his disciples, he took the bread and he broke it and he gave it to them. He says, when we come together, we break the bread, remembering that this is his body. And we know that he was foretelling what was about to take place, that his body would be put through some of the most unthinkable things for you and I. That he allowed himself to have his hands chained to the post and to be whipped with the cat of nine tails which ripped the flesh off his back. Carrying that cross up that same back. Carrying the cross. So as we take the bread tonight, we remember that upon the cross that Jesus allowed himself to be nailed to carry the sins of the world to the cross. Our sins, he carried there. And so we remember the bread. Let's pray over it today. Father, we thank you for the bread which symbolizes your body, which was given for us as a sacrifice. We remember that this babe who came in a manger lived and grew up to give himself up willingly upon the road of the cross that he would take the punishment of the sins of the world. That all who believe can walk in the new fellowship. Tonight we remember the price that our salvation costs. We remember the price of grace. And we say thank you as we eat of the bread together. Then he said, likewise, in the same manner, take this cup, which symbolizes the blood, the blood that was going to be shed for us. Remember up until this time that the ritual was that they had to take the spotless lamb and they had to sacrifice its blood to make atonement for the sins. But no longer would the lamb be required because the lamb of God was not going to willingly give himself up. The one who yet walked this earth but yet knew no sin was going to give himself up to you and I. All who believe in the power of this blood, all who believe in what takes place on the cross, who accept him as our Lord and Savior, that we can receive the atonement and forgiveness of our sins. So Father, we remember the cost of grace. We remember the price you paid for our freedom. That while we were yet sinners, Christ, you died for us. Loving us even when, when we didn't return that affection. For you loved the world so much that you gave your only son. We remember the price that was paid. We remember that this blood has the power to wash away our sins, that all who believe in the power of the cross and the power of the redemption of the Savior and the Messiah, that now we can walk in the new forgiveness, a new grace. It's called the New Testament covenant, and we remember the cost of that, that you sent your Son to die on the cross for us. We drink now remembrance.
on your own way, I want you just to begin to thank him. Can you make a personal prayer? God, thank you, Lord, for dying for me. Come on, tell him. God, I thank you for dying for me. Thank you for giving yourself. Father, thank you for giving your only son. Jesus, thank you for taking our sin to the cross. We love you so much. Come on. Just tell him out of your own words how much you love him. Express to him this Christmas. I love you, Father. I love you, Savior. You're so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for undeserved grace. Thank you for dying for our sins. Carrying the weight of our sins to the cross. We thank you today. We remember that Christmas means that baby came to the manger who grew up to give his life for us. We remember and we say thank you, Father. We worship you, God. Christmas is all about you. We thank you together. And tonight you received the candle when you walked in. Our section leaders are going to come and they're going to help you light your candles on the very end of your row and then pass it on to the person next to you. I invite you to stand on your feet. We're going to close with this course of Silent Night. And I want you to let it ring really loud. Let's sing it to the Lord tonight as we light our candles.
Father, I thank you, Lord, for every person in this room. Lord, may the gift of Christmas be so alive in our hearts this weekend. Father, as we stop tonight and say we love you, we remember you, I pray that you give everyone safe travels this weekend. And Father, may you be anointing everything we do this weekend. God, may it be all about you as we remember you and your birthday. We say amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for being here. Please travel safe wherever you're going this weekend. You guys have a very Merry Christmas, and we love you. Blow your candles out, and you can throw those away as you leave this weekend.